Hey, all you maximizers out there, it's The Wolf, and today we're coming to you with a book review. The captain and I will be reviewing one of our books that we've gotten a lot of nuggets and a lot of value out of, and we know that you will too. So if you're not on the road, grab a pen and a journal and listen to what we got to say and jot down some nuggets and some notes, because I know you'll be able to take some things away that's going to add value to your life if you just implement them. So glad you're listening. We appreciate all your time you're spending with us and look forward to seeing you sometime soon. One more time. Maximize you, baby. Hey, Morgan, what you up to, buddy? Hey, Wolf, not a whole lot, brother. Just trying to make it through this here uh, Cuervo uh, Corona. What, what, what's going on? What it's is this called? Thing? The coronavirus. They call it. They call it the coronavirus because supposedly it looks like a crown. It don't look like a crown to me. It looks like remember those little bumble buddies? Yeah, like the circles with the little spikes coming off them. Yeah, it looks more like that. Oh, okay. I've never seen a crown look like that so before. It was named because of the way that the, the, the bacteria looks, I guess, right? Yeah, the, well, the, the virus. virus. Yeah, oh, the sure. Virus. Yeah, and it has a little weird. limes sticking out of it, too. So <laughs> that's what the little spikes are. They're limes or lime wedges. Oh, man, you said. You Coronavirus. Said. I'm just over it. They've, they've, I hear you. Here in Louisiana, they've shut down the schools till April 13th, so my son gets a one-month holiday. Dude, that's crazy, bro. Isn't that Four crazy? Months, huh? Yeah, I don't get a one-month just here holiday. Yeah, I, I got I got to work. That's crazy. But I do have toilet paper. So There you go. That's a good start. I did stock Toilet up. paper and water, and you should be all right for a while anyway, <laughs> right? Gotcha. What, we, what we got today, Wolfman? Well, today I want to talk about really almost, I don't know, maybe we'll call it a book report, a book review, but I have, for 2020, I have been rereading Brendan Burchard's book, High Performance Habits, How Extraordinary People Become That Way. Didn't he put that? Has that been about two years now that he put that book out? I want to say, yeah. I want to say it was late 2018 when it actually came yeah. out. 2017 is actually the copyright. So I guess it was seven Around that time, yeah. That's about right at two Man. years. Yeah, it really is. And this book was one of those books that he, I mean, you could go buy it on Amazon or Barnesville Full Freight, but mm-hmm. he had this deal where he'd actually, quote, buy the book for you. He yep. just paid the shipping. And I think that's mm-hmm. how you and I probably both got our copies. And Yeah, I think so. And I think I even got in on a special where he was actually giving away a lot of extra, like some productivity videos yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff. Where he Because yep. in, in typical Brendan Burchard fashion, he's taken probably all the points and keys out of this book and he's done a video session on it as well. So that's a nice little upsell for him on his website so again you got to give him kudos for developing the whole system that he has there oh he's smart he's yeah. a smart dude well i had listened to the audiobook because he did give that away free with the initial book and i've read through the book one time well coming into this year i really kind of sat down and said you know what is it going to take for me to really turn up the heat to really start you know moving to the next level in my life or as he kind of talks about it what is it um oh help me out scott what is it uh, move the needle in our lives is yeah that move what the it needle is? he likes yep. to say move the needle so what is it so i really said okay i'm going to reread this book and i'm going to take it slow i'm going to walk through it i'm really going to kind of study it from section to section and he really breaks it up <clears throat> again his theory is real simple high performance habits and they did a lot of research over a number you know for quite 20, a few years like 20 years or something. it might have been 20 years of research but i mean he went to professors and colleges and they did evaluations and you actually get a, a high performance assessment when you buy the book as well. And really, they came back to six habits clarity, energy, necessity, productivity, influence, and courage being these six most important habits out of all the habits that you look yeah. at across the spectrum. And I'm sure some of the other habits would kind of fall inside some of these six. You know what I mean? Because there's so many of them out there, right? Yeah, it's interesting the, the way he reads the, the book. Um, you know, the book I find is, it's very good. I find that what's interesting is that he'll he'll talk about the habits that weren't conducive. 
you know, they're like in, in the surprises. In the survey, you mean? Yeah, the surprises. Right. Where mm-hmm. things things did not test for. Uh, or, or, or to fit into what these high performers, and this was an international survey he did. Yes, it was, and all over the country, almost 200,000 people we right. talked to, I think. And he, they looked at all these factors. I haven't seen the survey, but Brandon's a pretty trustworthy guy, I, I find, anyway. And, he and very, if nothing, if not thorough, and, he's, and he, he understands human performance. So the kudos to him for this work. So he went in and did this survey and, and those six factors, but there were things that... And, and let me see the um, let me see the, 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 the outline there on the back there the, the six points you just oh right just read. Yeah. So what were they again I'm testing you clarity necessity productivity influence and courage. and courage like one of them I remember specifically was creativity mm-hmm. like you would think creativity was a performer but he said that mm-hmm. was not part of the thing you know that was right. not the thing that that came up mm-hmm. when you, when you go through and you look at all these so this is really a nice. It, it almost reads as a white paper, as an expanded white paper in a right, way. It does, but it but it really also goes into some very prac, practical and actionable mm-hmm. ideas mm-hmm. that can help folks take their productivity in their lives to the next level. So it, it's yeah. a it's a solid book, and, and, and very very well done. And Brandon. You know, what I like about this book also is that a lot of folks that are in the per- personal development space, they have kind of a habit of almost regurgitating their own material mm-hmm. and revising it and just slapping a different cover on it. Mm-hmm. seems like this material, though there might be some similar themes almost, but most sure. of this content, because this is easily his biggest book. So uh, far, yes, yeah. you're right. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's a lot of new content and newer insights in this book. So that's one of the reasons why yeah. I really appreciated this particular this particular mm-hmm. book. Well, no, and I agree with you, Scott. And I, you know, as we've talked about before, I mean, there's no new information out there. It's just yeah, rehashed repackaged. and repackaged a bit. <laughs> now, and to Brendan's credit, I give him credit that he has kind of given it a different tone, a different viewpoint, and from a different angle. When you're looking at a lot of the same things that you know our Tony Robbins says, the Stephen Covey, yeah. you know, the Wayne Dyers, all those guys out there too. It's a lot of the same stuff, and, and he studied underneath those guys. You know, yeah. he was he, his age and our age. He grew Jim up with Rome. those people just like we did. But I, I like the way he broke it out. Is he kind of broke it into two big sections? Section one is your personal habits, right? And section two, your social habits. And under personal habits is where he starts with the seek clarity. That's the first habit. The second one is generate energy, and then the third one is raise necessity. These are the personal things, kind of the inside stuff that we have to do, right? Mm-hmm. We've got to get clear on what we want and where we want to go. We've got to generate the energy to be able to reach those goals, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have to raise the necessity. That's where I'm at right now in my readings of the book and that. And I'm really kind of digging deep on this part is the necessity of, okay, why are you doing this? And the other piece I really like about what Brendan does, and he has developed a high-performance planner around this whole strategy, but... He gives at the end of every chapter what he calls performance prompts. So he's got a question that you ask yourself, and if we're anybody in personal development and coaching, you know the questions are the answer, right? Yeah. The better questions you ask, the better answers you're going to get. And the the better the answer you develop, the more you're going to succeed and be better at what you're doing. And specifically in the, the raise necessity section, one of his uh, initial question is kind of, or statement, I guess, if you will, know who needs your A game. And that's one of his performance mm. questions is, who do who needs you on your A game today? Oh, yeah. Right? <clears throat> um, and, and I need to go back and read, because that's me every day in my work. Mm-hmm. Because I have 140 people 
who rely on me for information. Right. And they... Now, don't get me wrong. I don't get phone calls from 140 people every day, but the variety of the calls that I get from folks or the emails or the text messages that I get on different subjects related to insurance and what we do, it really absolutely, I I said this the other day to to one of the, it keeps me on my toes. I've never been on my toes. Even when I was an agent, Mm -hmm. I was never on my toes quite so much. Yeah. I was about to, I'm thinking about that. I'm about to say, I bet you could develop and you probably should actually frequently ask questions document, white paper, right? Yeah. And just have it available for, hey, that's on page two of that document I sent you last week. You know what I mean? Just getting getting folks to read it. I was going to say, yeah, print it out and keep it in your journal when you're in your car That's a fair role, man. I'm going to have to replay this. Stick that on the dashboard. Man, stick that. That's good. But but absolutely. And, and And that applies to just about any anything that we do and it's not even just about your job that you do you mm-hmm. your families oh no absolutely your kids your your spouse your significant other mm-hmm. your you know your parents your mm-hmm. your neighbor your church you know and oh, yes. and it's um which might sound tiring to think about that but don't you want to give your best absolutely. To, to the world around you as, oh, I do. you know and, and mm-hmm. then, you know, take a nap every once in a while, but be your best. So I love that. I love oh, it's that idea. true. And in that one, he actually asked a couple to kind of drill deeper for you guys. Raise necessity in that section. The first question is, the people who need me on my A game at this point in my life are? And you answer that. You know, is it the spouse? Is it the boss? Is it the subordinates and your peers? Which ones is it, right? The reasons each of these people need me include, yeah, hey, because I'm the provider. I've got to take care of these people. I've yep. got to help them in their problems and their challenges, right? Right here it says, I know that I'm on my A game when I think, feel, or behave in a particular way. Hmm. You know, so I can kind of strategize and know, okay, well, this is what I'm performing at that A game level if I'm doing and acting and feeling this way, right? Here's another one I like is the things that throw me off of my A game are. So what oh. are those obstacles? What are, the, sure. what are those little, uh, what is it, the chain spikes that might roll out in front of you when you drive? Yeah, yeah, the stri- spike you? strip. It's, <laughs> yeah. need, it's needing the nap is what gets in my way. I'll tell you that right now. But, yeah, right. that's and that I think, you know what, I think that's such a great concept that I don't mm-hmm. know that we put a lot of thought into, you know, in, mm-hmm. in, at least in those terms. You know, what are the it's challenges? True. What are the roadblocks? What are the, you know, what are the squirrel moments that they get the better of us in a day? Because mm-hmm. I've... As I've come to, I, I just think this. You know, a lot of folks think here in the 21st century, 2020 America, you know, we're 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 more we're busier than we've ever been before. That might be true to a point, but I think that it's more accurate to say we're probably more distracted than we've ever been before because we got these these cell phones. I mean, I've got two cell phones sitting in front of me. One's for work, and one's my personal phone. You got a computer, you got your cell phone. Mm-hmm. You know, we mm-hmm. have we have you know the the instant messaging that goes off all the time. Then we got the the mess book or the Facebook, you know, and <laughs> yeah. the, or as I call it, the Insta book and the Facegram and all that stuff. So we've got the things that are that are constant, and then the, the people in our lives can sometimes love them, but they can be a distraction too, right? Or other influences. So like the mm-hmm. coronavirus and the nonsense and the media. Oh, so, yeah. yeah. So I, but I think it's why, let me ask, so let me ask you this. Why is it important to know that though? Why, why should we know that? Why should we know what it looks like? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's that whole coming back to other podcasts we've done. It's the whole visual picture of really understanding because when you know what it looks like, then you're going to know when you're in the zone. Yeah. You're going to know when you're achieving what you want to achieve. And that's a point of celebration. That's a point of, okay, 
This is what it looks and feels like. I need to do this more. You know, and how do you begin to create that same feeling and behavior yep. on a repetitive basis, day in, week in, week out? Yeah. So you're making sure you're achieving that, not just for yourself and your fulfillment, but for the people around you. So let's so let's go to the other side of that coin. Where's the benefit, though, in understanding the things that keep you from your A game? Oh, from the obstacle side? Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you're going to see it when it gets in front of you. All of a sudden, you're, something's going to tweak in your head, and you're going to say, oh, crap, that's what Trigger. that is. Yep. That's getting in the way. I need to definitely put that to the side. You know, Facebook, social media, emails, all pop, whatever it might be, right? Man, that customer call, they want me to take care of that right now. Well, that's going to get me off of where I'm at. Yep. Paying attention to that and knowing, again, hopefully you can get ahead of it eventually over time to say, okay, you know what? I can put that off. You know what? We're going to take care of that tomorrow morning. Okay. Let me stick to what I'm doing right now and stay in what I'm doing so I'm not going to get out and get distracted, right? Yep. So let it go to voicemail or let them leave a message or whatever. So that's the thing is when you know what's going to get in your way, you're going to have that your radar on to see when it might be coming up and you're going to pay attention to it better. Is that exactly right, man? That's right. Good stuff, yeah. I want to I clear this up and kind of finish this whole raise necessity point, too. But he says, so who needs you on your A game? We're just chatting about that. Affirm the why. So why do you need to be on your A game for these people or for yourself or for whatever that goal is? But the third one, too, is we talked about kind of refreshing and rehashing. Level up your squad. Okay? <laughs> and it's interesting in that particular section, he's got a quote in the beginning of it. Find a group of people who challenge and inspire you. Spend a lot of time with them, and it will change your life. And that's Amy Poehler. Well, Amy Poehler got that from Jim Rohn. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, got yeah. that from somewhere else, I'm sure. Yeah, Charlie Tremendous Jones. Is, yeah, uh, right. It's so, the average of five so people, people you spend the most with, time right. with. So, but, again, it's a rehash, so to speak, but I will give him credit that he doesn't talk about it exactly the same way as everybody else does. He really talks about his research, and he kind of digs into it, but... In the grand scheme of things, it really kind of comes around to the same thing. It, it really does. does. But here's but here's the magic though, is that not everyone can give the message the same way you do. That's correct. You know, so we all speak to a different audience, right? We really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and we might and, we, and our illustrations and examples of concepts might mm-hmm. be different, exactly. and it might connect with someone else, might resonate a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But I th- I find that to be also absolutely true, and I've shared the story of my life about. Tip, you know, going on about nine, ten years ago, where you know, my I had a very negative mindset. Mm-hmm. Uh, had gone through a lot of garbage and um, had a negative mindset in my life, and and things just did not seem very positive. And I started, and it was actually a Darren Hardy speech that I found on YouTube. Darren Hardy from Success it used to be with there Success go, Magazine. Yeah. Was that the one he talked about Wolf Blitzer? The yeah, the media and all this that, stuff. Yes. But, and, and, yeah. but it was all about changing your inputs. Right. And mm-hmm. I really thought about that. It resonated with me and That's struck true. me. And I started, and it's not that I started necessarily cutting people out of my life, mm-hmm. but I stopped. Lim- I started limiting their influence in my life. Mm-hmm. You know, because we we can't just make a wholesale sweep and mm-hmm. you know eliminate people necessarily because you don't want to you don't want to hurt anybody. But at the same time, in in, in impact to your life, you do want to limit their influence. And sometimes limiting their influence is the amount of time mm-hmm. you spent with them and the quality of the time. So I started realigning my time. Mm-hmm. To 
two more positive people. That's when a guy named Richard Wolf came <laughs> into my life through Toastmasters and other people that I've since surrounded myself with. And there's mm-hmm. there's been a constant sort of shuffling over the years as people have moved or you know right. their own priorities have changed, and so people mm-hmm. have come in and out of that circle. But but it was when I changed the several key influencers in my circle mm-hmm. that I really mm-hmm. felt like things started shifting for me mm-hmm. uh, and more things became possible mm-hmm. than what they seem, even yeah. though yeah. they were just as, they were technically just as possible before they were practically impossible because my mindset wouldn't allow for it. So now that not only are they theoretically possible, they are practically possible because I can now reach out and, and, and grasp for it. Right. Correct. Because the it. way, because and it's interesting you say it like you just did, because in this section he has a little statement. He's got the difference in changing the people that's around, that are around you is that it helps you change how you think many times. Yep. So you went from thinking about a pessimistic attitude to more yep. optimistic, and what happened? It opened up more opportunities for yep. you. Yep, because I was just hanging around a bunch of you know people. That's right. You can't, you know, there's there's an old saying, um, you know, you can't uh, you can't fly with the eagles when you're running with the turkeys. <laughs> yep, it's true. So, it's true. And, well, the other piece of that too is pretty interesting because you kind of touched on it. Is it's hard, and Brendan talks about it a lot. Is it's it's a hard. I'm not going to use necessarily the word impossible to cut out some people who may be a negative influence in your life. It could be someone that's, you know, somewhat close to you that you don't want to cut out. But you can definitely take the moment and time to kind of, again, evaluate and be specific to how do I learn to live with these different kind of people and still keep my sanity, keep my positivity, keep them that. You know, is it maybe, like you said, it's limiting people. Maybe it's limiting the time I spend with them. But also it's... How do I maybe interact differently to maybe, maybe, just maybe sure. I can tweak them and turn them a little bit to the other side, right? right? Or at least right. kind of get them off the track in which they're on as well. Right. So now I've become the positive influence just because I've changed how I think, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there are times, and I'm so glad you brought that up because there are times where I've had to stop myself from firing off, say, a negative Facebook text message. Or, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't do that. Th- thank God I don't really do that. If you read my Facebook, for most you. of the time it's some just about do. always humorous. <laughs> always blasted. But, uh, yeah, but they, oh, yeah, some people just have no shame and no no filter, and, and they think it's okay. But the, the, the reality on that is there have been times just as recent as today where I've thought about sending a text message or something that was just, it was me venting, but I was also cognizant of that person Mm-hmm. And what it would do to them in that moment, and and while it's also it's important to vent, it's important to be able to, to express yourself. I think it, it's also much greater to know how you affect other people. Some people are to the point. Mm-hmm. I'll say, I just don't care how it affect. <clears throat> ah, that, that, okay, that's fine. But to the people you care about and yes. love, you don't yes. want to do that to them. So no, no, yeah. you're absolutely right. That's but but true. you're absolutely right. So so instead, I sent something a little more on the positive side mm-hmm. instead and chose to, to just maybe have, uh, and I'm sure people have looked at me like I'm a nut, like sitting at the intersection, just having a conversation with myself because because I really am I'll say self <laughs> and I'm working and I'm working through, yeah. um, I'm working through the, the thing. So, right. Here's an idea on that topic as we kind of wrap that one up is that one of his performance prompts for that one specifically, it says, what new routines or get togethers could I create to bring together the positive and supportive people in my life that could include whom? 
who would that be or what groups would that be or what few people. So, again, it's more of an active role, right, in taking action on who is around me, how am I interacting with them, and what can I do with those people. So that's some good stuff. Like I say, he definitely gives it a nice, good, different spin for sure. And he talks about what new activity, something new I can do. Or create an event maybe or create, of some sort. Yeah, yeah exactly. And I, th- and I, think so, I think that's so great, Richard, because, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, why not also be um, – be a joiner, uh, um, be a, uh, I, I'm, I'm, the, the expression, I, I can't quite put my finger on it, but someone that's a connector. Why there not be go. a connector, connector and bringing right. like-minded people, which mm-hmm. is one of the reasons I love doing the podcast is because we've right. had folks come on and that maybe I don't know, but you do, or mm-hmm. vice versa, and then suddenly we've got a connection. Uh, I've seen that on uh, with, with Grant Alexander and, and his show. And in and, and the circles that I run and where I just suddenly get to meet really great people and go, gosh, this is such a quality human being. I'm so glad I met them because then at that point, I'm a part of their circle. They're a part of my circle and I can learn mm-hmm. from them and maybe vice versa. And then suddenly your world becomes exponentially better. Oh, absolutely. You know, it's, it's oh, a yeah. synergistic yeah. Uh, uh, phenomenon. Yeah, without a doubt. So let's tackle these last couple of habits here. The social habits he talks about are going to be increased productivity, develop influence, and then demonstrate courage. And I look at these, and again, he calls them social habits. I think as we focus on these habits, these are the habits that as we begin to make these developing changes in ourselves, it's going to affect more of our social atmosphere, right? You know, that productivity is going to affect other people. Developing influence, I mean, that's strictly leadership, right? Leadership in ourselves and probably of ourselves that's going to affect others. And then demonstrating courage. That one's a tough one there in that just kind of realizing that we got to be courageous. You know, as they say, courage isn't acting instead of fear, but it's acting in spite of the fear. Right, right? It's not making a choice to one or the other, but it's pushing through it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, there's this line right here, but I'm going to keep going at it. Well, maybe that's not right, the idea, but you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, there's a fine line between courageous and stupid, right? <laughs> that's but, right. There's, but there is courage, and it's, it's doing those things, like the, those brave soldiers that we have yeah. fighting in our, for our country mm-hmm. you know, every day who put themselves in, in truly in harm's way. They're not excited necessarily to be there with, mm-hmm. a, with a, another person's gun trained on them. But they're working through that fear. They've learned to control it where they can do their job, and, and they're such a credit to it. And I, that's, I don't, I'm a military brat, so that's the first example mm-hmm. that comes. Or, or firefighters or police officers. Yep. Or, even, or even the kid. You know, I think of um, <laughs> a silly example because I thought of kids also, but <laughs> It's a Wonderful Life and George Bailey going after oh, yeah. his brother who fell yeah. through the ice, you know, yeah. and—, and you know, fear, you know, we, we just, we have to do, and it's not just working through fear, but courage is also, you know, being true to yourself and not yep. compromising mm-hmm. yourself, you know, which is so very challenging to do in this day and age, especially if you have, you know, maybe more conservative or something, you know, it's a, that's a kind of a faux pas mm-hmm. in, in some places. It's, you know, you're going to be looked yeah. down upon, but you know what, to stand for something, you know, stand for your faith. Yep. Stand for, uh, mm-hmm. stand for, stand up against injustices. You know, That's um, true. and and then and then also just to be real with yourself and 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 true to yourself and what you believe and not to waver for that. Mm-hmm. You know, for any reason, uh, don't be don't yeah. be double faced. Yeah. So Well, I think of that one particular again as you look at those last three habits as we're wrapping up here. You know, increase productivity, 
um, developing influence are kind of no-brainers, pretty simple and easy, right? But as yeah. we talk about that one about you know demonstrating courage, the one practice he talks about here as I'm looking at this is find someone to fight for. Uh, that's pretty yeah. much what you were just talking about. Yeah. And he's got a quote from Albert Schweitzer. He says, I don't know what your destiny will be, but one thing I do know, the only ones among you who will be really happy are those who will have sought and found how to serve. You know, and it's almost in, in what we talk about in coaching and kind of what one of my, you know, big overarching goals are for my life is, you know, I look back in my life and what are the few things that I wish I would have known when I'd have hit 20, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, for me, it's the mindset, which we talk about a lot here, you know, marriage and money. You know, yeah. those three things, if I'd have got a better handle on those and understood them better in my 20s, my life would be significantly different. I'm not going to sit here and say it necessarily would be better, but it would definitely be more enhanced and probably exponential with more momentum at this point in my life. And I don't say that to complain about it because I'm, I'm grateful and glad for everything that's transpired because there's a lot of things that have happened that I wouldn't be where I am today. Sure. Or from a very positive standpoint, if it had not been for those things that came up. You yeah, know, even adverse. Oh, no, I think yeah. the one I'll talk about real briefly is I've, I've thought many times over the years you know, as I was uh, my stepdad, as we were living in North Carolina, got a job with PHI after he graduated from helicopter mechanic school up there, and we moved down here. And at first, initially, I'm like, man, why? This is, I mean, coming from where I was, you know, had grown up there, known all my friends for nine, ten years, it was a big, drastic change. But now, as I look back at that, you know, number one, I wouldn't have met the beloved wife and have the beautiful kids that I have today, or the life I have. But I think the other piece of it is, is being forced to have to find new friends and develop new circles through that process has developed me into the person I am today. You sure. know, and make me as much as there's still that, you know, everybody's got that little bit of uh, you know, intimidation when they're meeting new folks. I've I've been to learn how to push through that and become very open and willing to see and visit with new people very easily. Yep. So all of that thing put together kind of works through and ties it back Sorry. to that, you know, having someone to serve and Today, it's like, okay, how can I take what I wish I would have known and teach it to other people today? Yep. You know, that next generation that's coming up. You know, sure, they've got some good qualities and good skills, but there's still a piece of that that we don't learn those things in school. Yeah. So if you taught me about how to have a better mindset earlier on, how to kind of work within my marriage and develop it better, really, really mm -hmm. spend some time and develop it, and then how do I manage my money better and how does money work from the standpoint I can use it to, to learn and develop and grow for not just myself and selfish reasons, but, you know, for my family, for my community and for the world that I live in. Because mm -hmm. I firmly believe, you know, the, the more money we make, it's only going to magnify the person that we are. So if we're good people and we're giving folks, we're just going to be more giving and more yep. good from that standpoint. You know, <coughs> So that Absolutely. gives a good kind of a wrap up of the High Performance Habits by Brendan Burchard. That's Brendan Burchard. I don't think he's actually Brendan.com if I'm not mistaken, but great book. Um, it gives you a lot of free uh, planners and assessments and stuff when you actually sign up for the training or actually for the book. I think he may even be still be doing a free book offer that he started back up again, so you might Maybe look so. out there for it. Got a ton of videos, real good guy, but like I say, check him out. I think it'll be worth your time and energy and effort. Any last parting words, Mr. Morgan? No, man. I'm good. We're good. Well, thank you, buddy. Thanks for getting together again, and we will see you next time. Cheers. Hey there, Maximizers. We appreciate you listening to our episode today, and we hope you got a lot of value out of it. If you don't mind, do me one favor, actually two. Share this episode with somebody you know that probably could enjoy the value out of the episode, 
And also give us a review. We'd love to see some input and get some feedback from you so we can make these episodes better, more dynamic, and more interesting for you. Because all we want to do is add value to the life and give you some strategies and some tips that will help you maximize your life to help move your needle to the next level. We thank you. We appreciate you listening. And again, come back and visit when you can.